You're listening to New Life Washington Podcast. We pray this sermon encourages you and builds up your faith. It's our goal to help you live so that no one misses the grace of God. Enjoy the sermon. Over the years of being a parent, I've noticed that kids go through some weird phases, right? And, uh, and some of you are looking at your kids right now, right? Like, okay, they're going through that weird phase right now. For Ellie, my five-year-old, you know, Jay's still in the, uh, the diaper phase, so we're still waiting on some of those phases to come. But for Ellie, one of those phases recently was that she was broken leg girl. And let me explain what that means, okay? She would wrap up her leg, she would get some fake crutches, and she would go around everywhere acting like she had a broken leg, right? So when we asked her what she wanted to be for Halloween, broken leg girl came out, okay? And uh, I don't know if this was a, a way to get more candy or if this was just something she wanted to be, but broken leg girl is a phase that Ellie is currently going through, okay? So if you see her around the church with crutches, she doesn't have a broken leg, okay? She is just fine. She's not injured. She's just broken leg girl in this phase. But the weirdest phase that I think that she ever went through, and fortunately this is past now, is she went through a phase where she did not want to say thank you. Weird, right? Like, hey, uh, Ellie, tell them thank you. They just gave you something. (laughs) Say thank you. (laughs) Right? And we're like, come on, come on. And finally, she was so determined not to say thank you, we finally had to give her some new lines, right? We had to say, okay, can you at least say, you know, we wanted to be patient with her. We wanted to work through this phase. Can you at least say, you rock? So suddenly, you rock became the phrase, right? Here's something, oh, you rock. <laughs> so if you ever got a you rock from Ellie, that's, that's exactly why, right? She was going through the weird phase, and eventually, I had to bribe her into saying thank you. And when she said it one time, right, it was easier after that. But sometimes as adults, we don't really have that problem. We have no problem saying thank you with our mouths, but do we really feel it in our hearts? Sometimes our thank yous are just lip service, right? But it's important today that we let that lip service become more than just words that we speak, but gratitude that we feel in our hearts towards God, not just on Thanksgiving, not just on a special day throughout the year, not that our gratitude would go out the window with our leftover turkey, right? But that our gratitude is felt year in, year out, day by day. So let us be people who cultivate gratitude on a regular basis. In Psalm 107, verse 1, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. How many of you have have had the Lord be good in your life? Everybody, right? The Lord has been good to you. His faithful love endures forever. And so let's ask this question. How have you seen the goodness of God in your life? Think about it. How have you seen the goodness of God in your life this year? We can focus on the negatives. And in fact, in Children's Church right now, they're doing this little experiment with eggs. And all week, Helena had this egg out on the counter so that it could go bad, okay? And so today, back there, they're going to open this egg, and it's going to be really smelly. And she's asking the kids, do you want to be the good egg or the bad egg? 
And what she's talking about is attitude. This attitude of gratitude. Do you want to be a person who walks around focusing on the negatives all the time? Focusing on all the things that are going wrong? Focusing on, on all the bad things that have happened? Or are you going to be a person who focuses on the good things? Because I'm telling you, if you focus on the bad things all the time, you're going to be a stinky egg. Right? People are going to be able to smell it all around you. The bad attitude that you have, the bad attitude that you walk around with, it's going to carry with you. So what are the good things in your life? What are the things that you can say thank you for? Because what happens a lot of times in our Christian circles, and this is just a part of life, human DNA, is that we begin to take things for granted. No? So many things that you and I take for granted every single day. Things like water, things like food, that we take for granted every single day, that we just assume that those things are things that everybody gets. And the reality is, is that that isn't true. There's things that we should say thank you for every single day. Every blessing in your life you can attribute back to God. So we should say thank you to him regularly, not just on Sundays and not just on Thanksgiving and not just, but man, every single day there's something that we should be thankful for. In fact, I'm telling you, there's at least 10,000 reasons, right? At least 10,000 reasons for us to be thankful for. We could begin a list and we would get nowhere because there's so many things that we could write down collectively to say thank you to God for, to show our gratitude towards him. But what begins to happen when we don't do that is we're unaware that a sense of entitlement becomes part of our lives. And what that entitlement looks like is it looks like us, it looks like us just assuming that we get what we get. It looks like us just thinking, man, I deserve this. When the reality is, is we don't deserve anything. Everything that we have is a blessing from the Lord. And in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 10 through 14, the Israelites, they begin to recognize this. They begin to recognize that they have this nature that wants to be ungrateful, this nature that wants to take things for granted. So let's pick it up there. It says, when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land that he has given you. Thankful. Are you thankful? It says there, right, when you have eaten and are satisfied, do you say thank you to the Lord? Or do you take that moment for granted? Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I am giving you on this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have has multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So what is this saying? It's saying that sometimes our lives can get so good that we can reach this level of prosperity, that we could reach this level of, man, I've got everything that I could ever want, that we forget the Lord. 
that we forget to say thank you, that we forget where the blessings come from, that we forget. And it's telling us that when that happens, we need to take a step back and we need to remember where those blessings came from. And we need to reach our hands out and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for being so good in my life. Thank you for blessing us so much. So here's the question. Where have you forgotten the goodness of God in your life? Think about it. Where have you forgotten the goodness of God in your life? Because I'm telling you, each and every one of us has an area where we haven't said thank you, where we we haven't felt thank you, where we haven't felt gratitude. And it's time today to say thank you for those very things. You know what's an easy thing for us to take for granted sometimes? Friends, right? And I've I've learned that because two people that I went to school with in Bible school have, have passed away now, right? people that I did life with for several years, people that we went on trips with, people that we studied ministry with together. And as the years went by and as things got busy and busy and busy, we stopped reaching out as much. And I took them for granted. And you know what? They're no longer here. And there's so many days when I'm struggling in ministry or there's a hard day that I say, man, I wish I could call Nemo is his name. I wish I could call Ashley. I wish I could call them. I I took them for granted for so many years, and I can't call them anymore. Is there a person in your life that you're taking for granted, a family member, a person that you should be talking to, a person that you should be spending time with, a person that you should? Who is that person for you? What are you taking for granted? It might not even be a person. What is that thing for you? That's what it was for me. The Israelites, they took time so that they wouldn't take things for granted to say thank you to God for literally everything. It was this term called a blessing for everything. So when they woke up in the morning, they would say, Lord, thank you for these hands that I can use them to work today. Thank you for these eyes that I can use them to see today. Thank you for these years that I can use them to hear today. Literally nothing went for granted, that they said thank you for everything. So how are you doing at being thankful for the small things? Are you being thankful for those things? Because remember, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever because what can happen is we can forget to say thank you. Let me give you an example of that in Scripture. In Luke chapter 17, Jesus is walking along, and as he was going into a village, it says that ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance, and they called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. Jesus healed them. Leprosy was the most loneliest disease ever because anybody that saw you and knew you had leprosy, they didn't want to be around you. These guys would go years and ladies would go years without receiving a hug, without receiving a touch. They were lonely. But Jesus, in that moment, he heals them and they were cleansed, the Bible says. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God 
in a loud voice. So, so how many did he heal? Ten. Ten men. But it says one of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at the feet of Jesus and he thanked him and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked this question. He says, were not all ten cleansed? Were there, where are the other nine at? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. So what is this telling us? That even in the midst of blessing, nine out of ten of us could be ungrateful. That even in the midst of God doing something spectacular in our lives, that nine out of ten of us could forget to say thank you. That even if God did something so incredible where you're jumping up and down excited that it's possible that you could be so excited that you could forget God. And what this is telling us is it's telling us, don't be like the nine, be like the one. Be like the one who comes back and says thank you. Be like the one who's thankful, who shows gratitude. Be like the one. Are you like the one or are you like the nine? What a perfect time to start being the one. What a perfect time to express gratitude. Thanks for listening. For more information about New Life Washington, check out our website at newlifeonline.org. God bless.